let's see where we go. We haven't had an email from our Texan yet. <laughs> They'll be asleep. <laughs> yeah. Is it six hours difference? Could be. Um, hello and welcome to episode four of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and Human Resources Master of Science, <laughs> Mark. Not sure it was a Master of Science. MSC? No. What is it? I thought a Master's, a master's was an MA. A master's is a Master's, isn't it? Is it? I so don't know if it's of arts or science. A I Human Resource master. master? Yeah, I think so. Because okay. you get masters in like business, don't you? It's like um, an MBA. Yeah, but you have what's your letters then? After I never name? picked up the certificates, so I don't know. Okay, what you didn't go to the ceremony? No, I didn't go to my d- degree graduation or my master's graduation. All right, just I'm an anarchist. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't wear capes and silly hats for anybody. No, superhero. I was too busy. It? Yeah, I was too busy listening to to punk in the park and drinking rough cider. Fair I don't enough. know. I didn't go to either, but. No, I don't think it is a master of science. I'll look it up because okay. it'd be good to know, wouldn't it, if I applied for any jobs? Well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the job offers have been flooding in since you mentioned that. Uh, this is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sports, conspiracy, and fridge mate. I've just repeated the same as last week. That's just absolutely That's okay. rubbish. In short, it's a poke at our imperfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. Coming up. Uh... Now we're experts in podcasting. I think we should just drop that section. I think so. I think everyone's got the fact that we've mastered it. Yeah, and if they want to do it, they can go and do it now. Yeah. Um, It's all there (laughs) for anyone to start their own. Um, So we're not going to... We're going to talk about something else uh, that I haven't got written down there. But work-life ballet, we're going to look at a little bit of imposter syndrome and uh, drop and give me 20 will be about food judgment. It's a food special, isn't it? Oh, is it? I didn't announce that. Yeah, we said last time it was going to be a food special. Could you maybe? Get... I haven't made it very special. No, but you could maybe do um, start having some sound effects. That was some of the feedback, and I didn't want to bring it up because I knew you think it'd be a good idea. Not, I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm not work shy. No. I'm not averse to no, uh, no. going and and doing that. But opening up the music chat and the certainly sound of you know. Sound, sound effects on, on food this. special. I think it would sell. I think more people would be interested if you had a... What food, glorious food is the obvious one. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. We're going to get into licensing then, and it's a lot of paperwork for me. I'm a busy man. I'll tell you what is interesting, talking about licensing. You've just done the interesting. This better be interesting. This is interesting. Yeah, I've done the interesting, is <laughs> not it? This, this is interesting. Interestingly. You referenced my mushroom growing again in the last episode when you and I were involved in that um if you remember we did um well you weren't involved with it but you would have seen it the mushroom redemption I don't know it's called mushroom redemption but it was it's on YouTube I'll give you the link you must have seen it I am looking at you blankly you've never seen the video so it's a video redemption. of basically what we did and how we grew the mushrooms. Yes, we I got did, yeah. open access to Dartmoor Prison. It was in the redemption. Okay, right. I think it the was pre- called Mushroom Redemption. Sorry, I, yes. And the music for that, which is really catchy, was used for Tesco's for their um, like Christmas advert. Okay. And we paid 25 quid for it. And I uh-huh. just thought that person probably only got 25 quid from Tesco's. Oh, very, yeah, very likely. Pennies. And, and loads of people have used it on the adverts. And Pennies. it's really good music. So maybe... We could use that little bit of music, bearing in mind I've bought whatever I bought on it. Did you did you buy lifetime global usage 
No, but I wouldn't mind paying them 25 25. quid again, because if Tesco's only paid them 25 quid, I don't mind them getting a bit more money. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about all the podcasts you've been listening to. I've Mm. been flicking around to see how people, you know, do it. And lots of them do open up with with music, which is okay. But then are we into the, you know, some of them are quite long as well. Some are like 20, 30 seconds of music. It's like, yeah, I get the... Yeah, because we're so tight on time, aren't we? We wouldn't want to drift over 20 seconds of pure (laughs) gold being lost listening (laughs) to... Exactly. And then are you are we into then the you know between sections of putting the old yeah. you know almost like Hollyoaks is that Hollyoaks I don't know they yeah I'm sure they do that yeah some podcasts do that I love the way that you actually did a guitar in oh, front of it. me <laughs> it was almost a bit of slap guitar I had my thumb out okay yeah, twanging very, like the guy from Level Forty Two with the very high up Mark bass King. yeah, yeah. Okay. anyway. <laughs> Um, so how are you? All right? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. And yourself, he asked, uh, quickly. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm still buzzing. Good, good. Funny that. It is funny. <laughs> Maybe I should ask you first next time. Yeah, I've got to write that down, though. Yeah, you, if you, you know, can for the I literally the can't briefing. do anything without... Yeah, without, prompts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so what's on the agenda? What have we got? I've just done that. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, number one, oh, let's right. go straight in. I feel... <laughs> Oh, you want to go in heavy? Yeah, I want to go in heavy because it's a food special. <laughs> you keep reminding me. I haven't got, no, I haven't got it written anywhere. Um, let's go into that. Let's just, let's just do the whole thing in reverse. Okay, let's just hit the big time. Okay. Food's an interesting one. Okay. You've got me thinking differently about food. Okay. Sure. You have. Um, the, I think the calorie deficit thing is, is really interesting. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be touching on that. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't know. You, I mean, you send me lots of stuff, and we talk about lots of things, and you point me to lots of sources and debunking mm-hmm. food myths and stuff. And um, I think I don't know. I think that kind of my my relationship with food has, I think, changed for the better because okay. of that. Because um, I, you know, I think five years ago I had a stomach thing and spent a lot of time going to nutritionists and all sorts, mm-hmm. and nothing ever seemed to work. But then you come back to the, the, some of the simpler things. Like even just quantities of how much you're eating, and mm-hmm. certainly the calorie thing, which has been interesting, um, and also the things that people tell you, you should eat. Mm. Yeah, broadly they, are, you know, for 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 maybe a wider amount, uh, wider amount of people, that is good. But some of the good things aren't always good for mm. individuals. You know, yeah. like fibre is is generally a good thing, but mm-hmm. you know, I that would have that be quite damaging in in certain ways for. Mm-hmm. for me and other things so and there's some things that just don't agree with me yeah so yeah although they're good it's like mm, yeah they're not and, and you've got to find out the hard way i think is uh for anyone who's had you know stomach related uh food yeah um problems then 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 they'll know exactly what i'm talking about i think you using the word good there is is this and I'm not a nutritionist. And interesting, when I did my PT qualification a few years ago, it was very much like, you're not a nutritionist. Don't sell yourself as that. Don't. It was even like, don't give nutritional advice. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, that's, that's ridiculous because there's people out there who have qualifications giving advice that is wrong yeah. or wrong in my view. Or there's people with agendas to push certain foodstuffs or certain um, products. And so... You know, for example, one of the big things on Instagram that myself and a number of other PTs, a couple of our reference, um, James Smith is a, is a key one, we'll do a link to him. Yeah. Um, 
things like skinny coffee, which has been oh, yeah. sold. Basically, skinny coffee is, is, is a laxative. In fact, it's two laxatives, one to move certain things in the day and one to move certain things at night, and you lose loads of weight because water is rushing out of your body. Mm-hmm. And that's sold in Holland and Barrett, and it's just, if it should say on the front, this is a laxative. Yeah. Um, and people are buying them. Young women, a lot of young women are buying them under the pretense. And you go to Holland and Barrett, and a lot of people, that's your high street, you know, health store. And it's just, it has to be it's okay, just dreadful. Right? But there's people on Instagram, you know, promoting it. And I'm thinking food is one of those things that shouldn't be... Well, the debunking of food is that why aren't we taught about food properly? Why are we just taught that there's good food, bad food? Why are we... Why are we, you know, you go to the end of the aisles in any supermarket where all the offers are and they're mm. sugar laden. Yeah. It's a lot of products are just totally um, promoted because, you know, they have the backing of big industries. And it's, it's things, one of the things, and I don't know why this makes me uneasy, but the two biggest smoothies are Innocent and Naked. And Innocent is owned by Coca-Cola and Naked is owned by Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me fun, feel uneasy that you go to the smoothies, there will be one or two other smaller ones, but basically those are the two key ones. So they've bought their way into our supermarkets. They're not the only people that can make smoothies. They're not necessarily the best. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a monopoly in the same way that you either have Coke or Pepsi or you have Fanta that's made by Coke. or you have. Do you know what I mean? It's like our foods are being determined by multinational industries there isn't actually that much choice mm. some of them probably didn't start out like that innocent they... started out as a small thing yeah, with they'd... a couple of guys right. but it's interesting that coca-cola have kept all the branding you wouldn't know innocent was coca-cola no, you wouldn't and in some ways it doesn't matter that it's coca-cola but it does matter if there isn't other choices yeah absolutely um so i think yeah i think going on the word you used with good and bad is um something I'd just like to touch on. So I'm, going to, I'm just going to give one um, the shout-out, and most of my clients know this guy, um, and I just think he is absolutely brilliant. He's called The Fitness Chef. Um, he's on Instagram. It's The Fitness Chef underscore. I think his name's Graham Tomlinson. I think he's a Scottish lad. Um, and he just provides the most simplistic and articulate way of explaining the difference between different foods. So I'm, I'm just going to... This is quite hard because it's, he uses photographs a lot, so I'm going to gonna, paint a picture do. with words. Uh, <laughs> so he's, he's put um, a picture up on Instagram, and one is clean, in inverted commas, and one is dirty. And so one is what he calls a wellness blogger's breakfast, and it, it's a typical thing that you would see someone doing. So in effect, there's a beautiful um, plate that has nut granola... Greek yogurt, uh, goji, goji berries, desiccated coconut, banana, linseed, chia seeds, and a 300 milliliter innocent invigorate smoothie. And most people would say, ticks every box, good yes. for you. It's a good, clean... Look at, look at me and my clean, yeah. healthy lifestyle. And next to it is the, is the chav of the food world, and he's put in Verticom's dirty. This is the forbidden breakfast. A McDonald's double, double bacon and egg... McMuffin and a hash brown. So he's put those side by side by side. And in an independent survey, 
you ask a person which is the best, yeah. which is the right, which is the clean and the dirty, or the good and the bad, yeah. overwhelmingly it'd be the first one. But bearing in mind, food, disp- de- depend- despite how it's presented, is, is just a product. It's, it's, it has a number of macros. It has protein, it has carbohydrates, it has fat. That's what it's constituted of. It has some vitamins and minerals. But in effect, whether a food is good or bad comes down to opinion. Although you could say if you eat a pound of lard, it probably isn't good for you compared with another food. Yeah. So what he's then done is break down these two you know, your perfect breakfast yeah. and your dirty breakfast. So the calories for the um, lovely bloggers breakfast is 1,059 calories. And for the McDonald's, it's 537. So half the calories. So if you're on a fat loss, if I had a client and they tell me they've had a granola with a banana and Greek yeah. yogurt and an innocent smoothie, it would actually be better for me to say, in terms of weight loss, in terms of calorie deficit, it would be better to say, go and have a McDonald's because you've saved yourself 500 calories. Sure. And then someone come back to me and say, you shouldn't be eating that shit. You yes. should be eating good stuff. So we then look, what are the macros? What makes up the good breakfast? What makes up the bad breakfast? So the protein in the first breakfast I mentioned is 32 grams of protein. And in the second one, it's 28 grams of protein. So near enough the same, same amount yeah. of protein. And protein is what um, repairs muscles helps to build, but predominantly repairs muscles. So fairly similar on that. In terms of carbohydrates, the first one has 154 and the second one has 41. So a massive amount of carbs. Not anti-carbs, not saying it's a bad thing, just reporting it. And then when we look at fat, 35 grams of fat in the first breakfast, 29 grams of fat in the second. So in terms of calories, in terms of macros, you could actually say that the McDonald's was better for you now people aren't (laughs) going to have a mcdonald's every day although someone called jordan sire who will also reference did do and showed you could lose weight having a mcdonald's a day um i guess the point i'm trying to make is that that we will fall into this trap of of seeing something and going that's the good one yeah um and i think we're being I have to say we're being played in every, in every <laughs> but we are being played because it's it's we're being led to believe that certain foods should be valued above others, not based on fact, but based on fashion. You know, the whole butter margarine. I say to all my clients, why on earth would you have margarine? Butter is a purer, less processed, better for you. And they'll go, oh, well, it's got fat. Mm-hmm. Fat doesn't make you fat. Mm-hmm. Um but again, interestingly, that all the margarine is says, I don't believe it's not butter. They're trying to yeah. become, so then just have butter. Um, sure. So that's my lecture over. I think it's the bit I'm trying to say is we're all falling for this bit, that, that food is presented as almost an objective measure of this is good and this is less good. Yeah. And so by vilifying McDonald's, you can feel justified in having another meal. Yeah. Um, and it isn't saying, like I said, eat mcdonald's all the time but it's being more aware of what's in the food that you're putting in your mouth mm. rather than going on fashionable trends yeah sure and that first breakfast is a thousand calories that's a big percentage of what the majority of people would have in terms of their calorific yeah. intake especially if they're on a sure. calorie deficit and of course you're not saying it's not okay to eat, you know to eat that that's absolutely fine but 
certainly don't do that every day. You know, and so, you can't. Well, you can't I'm have sure another thousand at lunch and another sure. thousand at dinner. And I'm sure it's delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to cheer you up. Yeah. So that's all right. But we're just saying, you know. But be aware. So it's, of it. Yeah. It's, it's what's you know. Um, it's. Uh, I guess you know what's what's relevant and appropriate for what you're trying to achieve, mm. isn't it? And we're all mm. di- we're all built differently and need different things and because that's the other thing is the context of that. Yeah. If you're talking about weight loss, then it's very important. If you're talking about what's going to make you, well, probably most of, most of the yeah. things are going to make you feel good, about, you know, happier maybe yeah. if you're feeling a bit yeah. low and want to cheer myself up. Um, the thing I was going to talk about was um, there's so many different things to look at that you hear, mm-hmm. you see what pe- people just might say anecdotally. If you go on social, it's just an absolute fest, isn't yeah. it, of different yeah. things. And this guy has been great because he's gone, well, here's the facts. Yeah. Not going... Yeah like you just said, good or bad, don't or do. Yeah. yeah. He's just, just have a look and take the information, which mm. I think is really important that people go, here is the information in a really, actually it's a really good way. The way he presents that yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. You know, and he, like he said, I think he's very open in terms of what his agenda is. Mm. Uh, he was in Met, the copy of Men's Health as well the other day and it was really yeah. interesting about um, I think his agenda is truth. He doesn't yeah. have any but agenda. But I guess that's kind of where I was going yeah. is, is there's lots of people who've kind of spew these facts in, mm. Often you don't know where they come from. Yeah, there's a little bit of them. It's almost every, anything we're going to touch on. That's Corona or pandemic or you know, mm. you know, COVID tests or whatever it is. There's going to be numbers get fudged yeah. and moved yeah. around. But, but I think you know you also talked about the way things are packaged up as well. Mm-hmm. Not just talk about big corporations, but how things are sold to you. You know the, um, you know the five a day things. These just become things, don't they? Mm. That mm. you know they package and they're made easier and to understand or to 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 give to as consumers and yeah and we often don't ask why you know generally well, generally there's there's a, of course there's a, the, the sentiment behind that is is good to get people healthier and but like i said it does, that doesn't always work for everybody well without trying to knock everything one of the things that i don't understand with the five a day is why fruit and vegetables are seen as interchangeable they're two completely different products mm. fruit on the general is is high in fructose yeah. and Vegetables is a different... The fact that it's both plant-based. Mm. Banana and broccoli aren't similar. <laughs> yeah. So the five-a-day is... The five-a-day was initially going to be eight-a-day. Yeah. But they said, we ain't going to get away with that. But the problem by l- lumping them in together is that if anyone's trying to follow that, it's tempting to go, I'll have an orange and apple, two bananas, mm. and a spoonful of peas. It's far harder to go, I'll have cauliflower, broccoli, yeah. you know, some swede and... You know, it's they're not interchangeable. I don't see they're interchangeable. They're plants, but fruit and vegetables have their own specific. But, but, but even that is hard to communicate. You know, in a short, snappy line. Yeah. From a marketing perspective. Yeah. Things that we can, pardon the pun, digest. Yeah. And understand quickly. No, you know, it probably just comes down to ad ad men and women writing these things. Going, yeah. How can we, like, the stay alert and the things in threes to yeah. make it very simple yeah, yeah. for us to understand because we're idiots, rather than going. You know, here, here's all the facts laid out. Yeah. You know, here's a good, you know. But it, it goes back, again, back to the education. Yeah, bit. and you, you mentioned calorie deficit in a minute, and it, especially on Instagram, especially amongst the people I sort of follow in the PTs, calorie deficit now is understood. But one of the things we might touch on later is this um, government initiative around helping people with type 2 diabetes, which is reversible. Full stop, it is reversible. Yes. But there is no education in what's being offered. It's been a solution is being offered that is a ready-made, ready-mixed solution. Yeah. Take this magic Willy Wonka powder 
and you will not have diabetes, but that doesn't become sustainable. We wouldn't say to our children, just eat this food. You don't have to understand where it comes from or how it's grown. Mm. Just do it because we tell you. And that's what we're doing with this thing with diabetes. It's this packet of dust, when it's mixed, will help you lose weight. What it should be is if you're in a calorie deficit or people understanding, for example, and I've read all this stuff on the diabetes, nobody mentions what your calorie deficit has to be to lose a pound of fat, which is two and a half thousand calories. Once you know that, you've got something to to aim for or something to to judge on how many calories you take. To say take a powder, you can't just keep taking powders for the rest of your life. That isn't what we were put on this planet to do. If you educate people about understanding calorie deficit, about what you can and can't eat, but giving it to them in a packet is such a short-term solution. It can't be sustainable. Um, and the Slimming World podcast that I mentioned that wasn't a Slimming World podcast, oh, yeah. one of the um, people said to the other, they were saying about how well they were doing at the moment. And the woman said, yes, I think this is probably the best I've done. She said, this is my fifth occasion of being at Slimming World, but I really seem to be doing well now. And that, to me, was very sad. It's, mm. If Slimming World is good, it w- you wouldn't have come back yeah. again. Yeah. So this whole sustainability of diet, this whole bit around... I don't know, looking for short-term fixes instead of having education and people understanding. Okay, it also comes back to, I kind of touched on whether, I guess, the source of where the information comes from and then how it's presented. With the the government powder, um, that isn't the the official (laughs) line, um, it feels like a sticking plaster Hmm. rather than a long-term solution. Do you know what I mean? I think you said something this week about um, particularly about weight loss, is why why wasn't there? Uh, we were talking about in, the, in a couple of episodes ago. Why why wasn't there money given to, for people to go and work with personal trainers or go to the gym? Mm. They were closed, as, as you know, rather than get this one kind of miracle cure. You know, well, interestingly <laughs> enough, the bulging mailbag. Someone did actually write in and said GPs are able to refer people to the gym. Um, but when I looked into it further, although that is totally true, I think because of resources and because of a whole number of other reasons, you know, like you say, with gyms being shut, that it isn't um, it isn't actively promoted. Yeah. You know, on some occasions, someone will refer somebody if their health grounds are such that they could benefit from it. But I'm thinking we're talking about millions of people at risk of diabetes, mm. um, and I just think. Yeah, I just think maybe a bit more of a holistic approach. And the thing I was just going to... And this is going to be really boring for 30 seconds, but it needs to be boring to make a point. It's like my tech rundown. Yeah, this is replacing how to do a podcast. This is how to make magic powder. So I'm just going to read. This is Oriental Chili Flavor. This is one of the soups and shakes. I guess Oriental Chili is probably a soup rather than a shake. I hope it sounds gross as a shake. So these are the... um, ingredients on the side so this is the powder that governments are giving the government is giving to 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 people with type 2 diabetes and the only reason i'm going to read it is just saying number one does this sound like a food and number two if you were giving something to your child would you not want to know what some of these things are so the the first thing is maltodextrin um which ironically I looked up and it said you've got to be very careful using this if you're at risk of diabetes, and that's the number one ingredient. But I'm sure the nutritionists are not in a position to 
I'm just reporting what I read. Sure. So that's number one ingredient. Then soya flour, skim milk powder, milk protein, soya protein isolate, inulin, whatever that is, textured soya protein. So we've got three lots of soya in the first six. Flavoring. Flavoring doesn't have to um, be defined where it's from. Right. So flavoring, I think I've given you this story before, right. can be from a beaver's butt. So there's a gland there by... Is, that's, a, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. a gland by beaver's butts that, that makes things taste slightly of vanilla. And as vanilla, true mm-hmm. vanilla extract is quite expensive. Uh, it can be used as a flavouring, but you don't have to say that it's come from a beaver's butt. Um, potassium chloride. I don't know what that is, but... It sounds like something that blow up. Yeah. <laughs> soya lectins. We've got our fir- fourth lot of soya. Mm-hmm. Hydrolyzed maize protein, monocalcium phosphate, dried red peppers. So we've got down to about the 12th and we've mm-hmm. now got the first bit of vegetable. I'm not feeling hungry. Dried mushrooms, compound vitamin and mineral mixture. I get the point that they're trying to maybe put in, in the same way that cornflakes has added niacin and all those vitamins to try and make them. If you look on the cornflakes packet, yeah. there's a lot of added thing. And I've told you the cornflakes. I'll do the Kellogg's bit in a minute. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, Stabilisers, xanthan gum, gum, whichever that is, onion powder, salt, garlic powder, tricalcium phosphate, dried coriander, black pepper, colour, allergens, contains milk, soya and wheat. That doesn't feel tasty. That no. doesn't feel like a sustainable food that I'm going to turn to and go, I'm just dying to have some lectin and some inulin today. Have <laughs> <laughs> I got to look at what inulin, in, inulin, inulin is? Yeah. You carry on. I'll do my demo Googles. Okay, do your demo Googles. I'll tell the Kellogg story. A bit Please of light do. relief. This has been a bit preachy. So, WK Kellogg's, Kellogg, um, invented cornflakes to produce basically the blandest thing he could. Um, as a breakfast cereal. Mm-hmm. So breakfast cereal never used to be a thing. And in reality, it shouldn't be a thing. Yep. We don't need breakfast cereal. It isn't a natural thing particularly to have in the morning. Your body doesn't cry out for Cocoa Pops and Sugar Puffs. However, <laughs> it <laughs> might do now. the inbox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With complaints. Um, so Kellogg was a very... Um, there is a name for it, which I should have Googled, but because this is impromptu, I don't know it. But he had very strict beliefs around sacks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he hated big band sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, around sex and masturbation. Okay. Um, and he felt they were the devil's work. Mm. And he believed that these were increasing due to the use of highly flavoured foods. So he created cornflakes to be the blandest thing possible. So that when people ate them, they wouldn't feel less they wouldn't get horny, to the point that although he got married, he never had sex with his wife, and he was an anti anti masturbatory pioneer. Sounds like a barrel of laughs. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Go round to his for a swingers party and cornflakes. Um, so he made them as bland as possible. But the real damage, apart from taking away enjoyable elements of life, was that he coined the phrase, breakfast, the most important meal of the day. And it isn't. It's an ad man too. It's an ad man. <laughs> and we've all believed it. And it's bollocks. It isn't any yep. more important. Yep. It's just a meal that breaks a fast. Yep, sure. And it doesn't have to be sugary or bland. But breakfast being the best meal of the day, or the most important meal of the day, is what Kellogg said to sell, mm-hmm. sell cornflakes. And that was in the 1890s or whatever. And we're still believing it 100 yeah. plus years later. Right. And people still quote that. Mm. Well, you mustn't have your breakfast. You can't go out without your breakfast. Yeah. Um, Hopefully you got a buzz out of making money and not 
Mm. Having orgasms. Yeah. I bet he did. It's always the people who say that yeah. are the worst at it, yeah. aren't they? But it was... <laughs> I bet he was there with a bowl full of Cheerios every night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Fruit <laughs> Loops. <laughs> right, deviant. Yeah. Just a little reference for our Texan viewer. <laughs> Not viewer, <laughs> listener. <laughs> um, oh, Lucky Charms. That's what I was thinking. Not Fruit okay, Loops. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, Lucky Charms. Um, that's a lot of stuff on food. I mean, it's a food special. Yeah. As you keep reminding me. Well, but, we've done cornflakes. Yeah. Where are we going to go next with food? Or maybe we've done enough on food because we've hit the... That's a lot of food. I yeah. Think I didn't even hit the timer, so... Oh, I don't know the time anyway. No. We have got more on a running order, though. We have. You're absolutely right. This is where you played the food special clacks and, <laughs> and we'd move on. Yeah, the music. Yeah, that I haven't got. Um, well, because we're doing it in reverse, um, I was going to talk about imposter syndrome, but I don't think I can after that. Okay. In all honesty, WK. I think we give. I think there's a lot in there to to digest. Digest. Um, and oh, actually, I did Google something, didn't I? Which was inulin. Inulin is not digested or absorbed in the stomach. It goes to the bowels, where bacteria are able to use it to grow. It supports the growth of a special kind of bacteria that are associated with improving bowel function and general health. Inulin decreases the body's ability to make certain kinds of fats. So okay. does this feel like? Let's put in all the stuff that does mm. all the stuff we want things mm. to do to it your body. It does feel like that, doesn't it? I mean, I imagine if you went through, they've probably ticked all the boxes, haven't they? In terms of yeah. individually what those in- ingredients might do. Can we do potassium chloride very quickly? This is great. I was going to say great radio, Googling as we... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with preparing this no. before. <laughs> well, we didn't know this was going to be a food special. It's just... No, I mean, it's potassium chloride powder. Potassium chloride, yeah. Um, I think yeah. it's mainly because we've had so many requests for a food special. Oh, hey, this might be a thing. We might be able to unlock something. Potassium chloride is used to prevent or to treat low blood levels of potassium. I guess if you put potassium in, it's going to... Raise potassium. Yeah, yeah that's right. If you've enough. got loads of it, you're going to have a bit more of it, I guess. Um, they can be low as a result of disease or from taking certain medicines. Okay, um, that makes sense. Potassium yeah. is an important trace of, well, a mineral, isn't it? Yeah. So, like I yeah. said, I guess they're all, you know, things that we need, you, you know, that, not that you can't get them from anywhere else. It's just let's put everything in. But the things that people might actually be getting through proper food... Anyway. Well, they, they run the risk of going, well, I've been on this thing, but I'm now lacking in yeah. all these other things. So maybe they just have to chuck them into, I don't know, maybe it's all just ask covering. It does feel I mean, a bit like, like a really wonky magic powder, that, though, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah, it does. It's like every little thing, which, which is probably why it is a scientific thing, and it probably does yeah. tick all the boxes, but it, it isn't why we're put on this earth. No, very true. I think, like you said the other day, you said none of this sounds like food. No. <laughs> really that was food. the other thing, just going back. I, I think if you can put... Um, a link to the world it's worldometer isn't it the one that i sent through to yeah you. i was going to kind of gonna yeah that's kind of on the on the list to talk about at some point because i thought it was really interesting yeah i mean maybe we can the bit that you've clicked on then around the population would be interesting to look at more details but I, the bit around in terms of food yes. was that the number of undernourished people in the world compared with the number of obese people is almost becoming equal now yeah um and you almost think in a very naive way, it's almost like, well, if everyone buddies up, yeah. do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If and we just shared. divide the food yes. between the two people, the problem's mm. solved. And I know that's, I'm being ridiculous, but it does seem that we've got something particularly wrong that people can be eating the amount that is actually going to be unhealthy for them. Yeah. Where on the other side of the ocean, there's people 
Yeah, and I know this isn't rocket science. I'm not trying to be deep and meaningful, but it's just when you see the figures, mm-hmm. it just feels yeah. there must be a better solution to this. Um, yeah. I've lost track of time, but we're going to have to wrap it up. I think um, we are. I think we're probably running over. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for listening. Thank you for getting this far. All links and references to what we've talked about, which is going to be a lot of links and references this week. <laughs> I've just, I haven't even scribbled them. I'm going to have to listen back and, and put them all in. Um, they'll all be in our show notes. So please give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't worry about Facebook. Facebook. No. No, I, start, I started and I just thought, no, no, it's awful, isn't it? I always want to have a shower after I've used Facebook. Is that <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay. I mean, tw- Twitter, like you said, Twitter's sewage, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we're going to be playing, but... Anyway, um, uh, just find us on the username at I'm Fine Cast. Uh, in the next episode, we've got kind of touched on this, our mad world in numbers. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, yeah. still in. Numbers, definitely. Um, ranking. We'll, yes, your favourite pastime, mm-hmm. ranking. You're a good ranker. Don't tell Kellogg. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, we'll try and get the, the imposter syndrome uh, stuff. But um, that's it. Thanks. Catch you on Sunday. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Okay. Love you. Love you.